I'm Lion Sam, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And why am I calling myself a lion? Well, a few months back, Lisa and I joined an organization known as The Lions Club. Now, if you're anything like me, you want to make a positive impact on people's lives. It makes you feel good, but sometimes you don't know how to go about doing it. Well, The Lions Club makes it easy. They're constantly working with a plethora of charities and organizations. And being a member of this club means you will 100% be helping to improve the lives of so many people as the Lions have been doing for decades. I urge you, if you want to take part in this amazing organization, then reach out, sign up, and tell them Lion Sam sent you. To talk about the history of the Lions Club and all the incredible things it does, I brought in longtime members Art and Carol Orsi, two fun and amazing people who have been members for a long time. Also, I brought in the man, the myth, the legend, one of my favorite Hamiltonians, the president of the Lions Club, Mike Villani. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells. And you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here right now. Now, every episode starts off with my good friend Dan Morrow talking about how the biggest blueberries are around but the blueberries don't get bigger than the ones that are in this room right now because I have some friends that I'm honored to call my friends because they have made an impact on my life and I'm getting ready to to make an impact with their organization. I'm talking about some of the finest friends from the Lions Club. Before we get, before we dive into all things Lions Club, would you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves to the world? Sure, I'll start off. Uh, so my name is Mike Villani. I'm the current uh, president of the Hamilton Lions Club. Well, everyone knows you, Mike, because you're a two-time pillar of Hamilton. Am I right? I'm back, man. Repeat, baby. And you yeah. still look great, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. Last time he was here, we were talking about his weight loss journey because from the moment, you guys know about it, from the moment I met him to this point, I mean, he's like in two different bodies. It's crazy. <laughs> so proud of this guy right here. And he keeps me motivated, too. Yeah. Yeah. So could you guys introduce yourselves? Yes. My name is Arthur Orsi, and I've been a lion, a Hamilton lion for uh, 53 years. All right. Can we call you Art? Or you sure. Call me Art. I'm glad to be called Art. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And I'm Carol Orsi, Art's wife, and uh, I've been a lion uh, for um, almost 22 years. Wow. And... Uh, Am I correct in saying that you're like one of the first female Lions Club members, right? I am not the first. However, um, my husband sponsored the first two ladies to join the Hamilton Lions Club. You want to tell them who? Yes, we had uh, two very nice ladies join the Hamilton Lions Club. One was Judy DeFiscio. Uh, She owns uh, Pineland Farms. And the other one was Linda Golf. Uh, she's an attorney, and a, both are very close friends of ours. How did that come about? So uh, originally it was like an all-male cast, right? And uh, just sometime in the 90s, was it? that? Well, actually it happened in the 1987. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Lions Club uh, realized that uh, women wanted to be a part of the service organization. And there was... Um, 
There were some lawsuits out there among other service organizations where women were suing uh, other international organizations that were strictly men, as we were at that time, uh, to be part of their organization. Uh, our membership and our board of international board of directors saw the uh, handwriting on the wall, if you will. <laughs> and uh, at one of our conventions, I forget exactly where it was, uh, we voted to allow women uh, to become lions. And at that time, there were lionesses clubs, and we also authorized them, if they wish, to become a lions club and be all ladies, or they could join another Lions Club. So that's how we started off with with the uh, ladies becoming uh, members. And believe it or not, it is the best, one of the best things that's happened to Lions. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, we should go deeper into that too. Uh, but are we talking Lions Club nationally? Like it was around this time that the, the females were starting to be uh, introduced into the club, or are we talking just here in Hamilton? No, it was, uh, it was international. Uh, Lions Clubs is uh, an international organization. We are located in over 200 countries and geographic locations. And, of course, once we, we I say the board of directors and those Lions that attended the convention voted that women could be members, that was international whatever okay. country you were you were from whether you were from italy france india you could now become a lion if you wish okay let's get into what everyone is wondering it, it, other than the people who are in the lions club who might be listening to this everyone else is probably wondering the same thing that i wondered and that is what the heck is the lions club i um <clears throat> i had such an honor to have my friend mike villani like invite me. I didn't even know it was a possibility. I just heard about this thing and I knew you guys were doing good things. I didn't know exactly what. Uh, every now and then Mike Villani would show up at my doorstep with laptops or something my students would need. I'd be like, this is amazing. This is what you guys do. Um, they helped out my friend Dan Morrow's wife uh, after her, her husband passed. And it was just, just magical things he was doing. And um, so I've always wanted to be a part of something where people are doing good for others, like volunteer work. I, you know, I, I did Habitat for Humanity. I, I've uh, done a Big Brother program. But I've always thought to myself, like, I know I want to do good things for people who are in need, but I don't always have access to doing it. And I've noticed that ever since I've joined the Lions Club, I, I can see that you guys are just making these uh, these things available, easily available, like, you guys have found the people who, who need and people like myself who are part of the club can be like, I want to help those people. Let me jump in on that. And it's not like you guys are just doing one thing at a time. It, you guys have a plethora of projects going on <laughs> at all times. It seems yeah. so that that's like a, I mean, I am very new, so I am not the one to describe to everyone what the lions club is, but that's my own perspective from what I've seen so far. Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd love to know the history, like what started the Lions Club? What was the original mission? Yeah, okay, Art. Well, I'll be glad to explain that. That, that, um, that happened in 1917 in Chicago. Uh, a business executive who owned an insurance uh, business, his name was Melvin Jones. He, uh, he saw that there was a need for more service to the community. Didn't know exactly 
how they were going to do it, but he formed an organization, and they called it the Lions Club. Now, at that time, as you know, we were entering, uh, or there was World War I going on, so Lions stood for Liberty, Intelligence, Our Nation's Safety. Ah, and that's, that's how they cool. came up with the, with the name Lions. Can you say that one again? Sure. Lions, Liberty, Intelligence, Our Nation's Safety. Lions. And this grew throughout the country, and shortly thereafter, there was a national convention in Dallas, Texas. And, the, and in 1920, Canada formed some Lions Club, and we became international. And then in 1925 in Ohio, uh, the keynote speaker was a Helen Keller. Oh, oh, exactly. I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, before Helen Keller made this, what we call, major speech to the Lions, the Lions did mostly small service projects for the community, um, things that would just serve a certain group of people who maybe were underserved at the time. But she challenged the Lions to become Knights of the Blind. Whoa. And from that point on, our main, our main goal is sight, sight conservation and sight preservation. And we work with optometrists and opto- ophthalmologists. We work with, in our area, we work very closely with Will's Eye Hospital, uh, the Delaware Valley Eye Bank, where there's corneal transplant for people who need corneas. So all this developed over the years. And, of course, with technology and more information and more education going out to the general public, we have become uh, very well known for our service in sight. But we also branch off into the community. It's not just that we do things for uh, sight, which is our main goal. But, for example, I'd like uh, our King Lion Mike to let you know about what we do for uh, pediatric cancer. Mike? Yeah, um, I'll add on to that. So just listening to Art speak and the history of the Lions, isn't that awesome? Just like how... First of all, I, yeah, before you go into what he was talking, Helen Keller, huh? Right. Yeah. So yeah. that she made such an impact on the Lions Club. Yeah. There's no chance that that uh, speech she gave, that wasn't recorded, was it? Yeah. I, I believe there is a record at International, to be honest. I have, have never asked for it. But I am sure someone jotted it down somewhere. I'm sure if, if I call Lions International, I could get a copy of it. Wow. That would be, awesome. would, that would be pretty cool to hear. That, that really would be awesome. Yeah, and thanks for that, Arthur. Uh, so, yeah, um, from the main service goals that we have, um, we try, uh, and obviously site, as you know, we've talked about site before, and that's a, that's a great um, service area. But So for pediatric cancer, uh, since uh, 2017, um, we have partnered up with uh, St. Christopher's Hospital in Northeast Philadelphia, and they strictly deal with pediatric cancer. And uh, three, well, with the pandemic last year, we couldn't really do much. But we, what we've done uh, is because um, the environment hunger is one of another one of our missions. So it's kind of like a twofold. So we um, donate food, uh, a lot of food to St. Christopher's Hospital that uh, is for the parents and the families of patients that are current 
uh, currently there. Obviously, when I say patients, I mean children uh, that are there. And um, we all know, as we've seen, you know, just just with the pandemic and with with and especially with cancer, the cost of medical care uh, just puts a, kills a family. No matter you can't, it's something you cannot prepare for, right? So. Um, where you're going to eat, where your meals are going to come from, should be like an, like a, a thought that doesn't enter your mind. So I can't our, imagine they have uh, anything in their brains other than what's currently happening to their child. Ex- exactly. So it was, it was a good thing to team up with them. They have a great bunch of people there. Um, St. Christopher's Hospital's um, uh, nonprofit arm is a community to benefit the children. And that's who we work with. Again, they're affiliated with St. Christopher. So um, we have been delivering food. This year, we broke our own record. Um, We had um, the most amount of money that we spent. Uh, We delivered over 2,400 individual grocery items uh, from ShopRite in Northeast Philly. I worked with uh, the parent company, Wake Fern. Um, They gave us a small donation for that. But it was one of those things that they gave us really good pricing on the items, you know, we got, you know, discounts and, uh, it was awesome. Their food pantry, when we got there was barren, there was nothing in it. Really? Yeah. At the hospital? At the hospital because, because of the pandemic and things like that, they were, they just didn't have any donations coming in for food. And we, we literally overstocked their pantry. They just didn't know where they were going to put everything. And, um, so that was really cool, and that, and I, I don't know if that will be in the Gazette anytime soon, but we do have pictures, yeah, um, for that, and I should post them on our website. But uh, the other thing that we do then, um, along with the food donation, is we do a Secret Santa uh, again for um, a child and his, and his or her siblings. Uh, it's for the whole family, so we get a, a wish list from the kids, and. Um, the lines um, fulfill the wishes, and we deliver the uh, the gifts um, unwrapped in a Santa sack that's uh, provided by the hospital uh, to a school that they will donate then to the families that you know that we got them for. And there's my, lots of families there. And um, so you mean to tell me the Lions Club gets this this wish list, and then each person could volunteer if they want to pick up exactly what these kids actually want. Yeah, this year Lies. everything is listed. We created a wish list on Amazon. Um, your your wife actually purchased, you and your wife actually purchased something. I got that delivered today, and that was awesome. So That's great. Thank you very much. Good for job, that. Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the, the, the child that we're working with this year, he's nine years old. Uh, his name is Eric. Yeah, he has leukemia. Um, he has two um, younger uh, um sisters seven and five and they have a really cool uh wish list and something that should be easy for us to tackle and again i just can't reiterate that we the feeling knowing that you know she's a, the the mother is a single mother three kids oh, oldest kid with with leukemia you can't even imagine right oh. but but the great feeling that i get is is i say it over and over again that, that christmas day you know, you're celebrating with your family, and that's great. But knowing that these kids are going to get the gifts that they wished for and the parent doesn't have to worry about what am I going to get my kids for the holidays or anything like that. And that makes me feel good inside as well. I always take a moment 
on Christmas Day just to say, man, I, I wonder what the, what they're doing. You know, I wonder how they're enjoying it. I wonder if you take those moments often because ever since I've sat in that room where we're all discussing and, and you're at the head table, I think to myself, I really hope these people feel good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, this is a magical group. And I, magical might be a cheesy word, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I really mean it. Like, this is a group that uh, I don't think, I really don't think the people or, or just the general public understand the gravitas of what this group does. Uh, and you're just stating one of the many things. Uh, how do you guys choose? How do you guys decide where the money's going or, or uh, what you're going to, what kind of programs you're going to start doing? What's the process like for that? Not to, uh, Carol, go ahead. Okay. Uh, um, Lions International uh, started out with, the, with, vi with vision as its focus, but now... We have five focus areas, correct, Mike? Mm -hmm. So we have hunger uh, relief. We have the environment. Um, we have uh, the childhood cancer. Um, Carol, could you do me a favor and just oh, like... I'm sorry. You're good. There, now you sound beautiful. <laughs> All right. There you go. We have uh, childhood cancer. Um, what are our, What's diabetes. the other one? Diabetes. diabetes. <gasps> and diabetes is one of the areas that we feel that we can do more in. Uh, and Mike Hence has been why I was trying to get a hold of you on the phone. Oh, <laughs> is that, that what talking we're talking about? That's who you and I are going to talk about later. Yes. So that is an area that we feel that we, we really could do more in. but Because um, it hits home with you. Right. Mike mentioned, yes. Mike mentioned hunger relief. And not only do we do St. Christopher's, but for many, many years, we've done the local food pantries. And last evening... Mm -hmm. uh, we gave a $1,000 check to Ed Muller, who is the manager there of St. Vincent de Paul Food Pantry in, in Hamilton. Um, and so uh, we do the environment, and we try to follow the focus areas of Lions International. And we do Recycling Central, where we collect glasses, and those glasses go to a certain site. They're recycled, and, and they go throughout the world. We do that. We do adopt a road where we have a, a road that is designated for the lions. It's Fairview Avenue from Third Street to the White Horse Pike. Mm -hmm. We clean that four times a year. So that's environment. And we have our lovely Leo Club, um, our Leo Park, um, which is right behind Veterans Park. That was uh, done through the lions. So uh, we try very, very hard to follow what Lions International is you know, giving us a guide um, we have our Lions Clubs International Foundation also, that's international, but uh, they do, they want us to focus on youth, and we certainly do that. Uh, one of the things we do at our Christmas party and our uh, great cash giveaway, which we might want to talk about mm -hmm. a little bit of what our fundraisers are, but um, we give all kind, we give monetary donations and personal items to the uh, the, the uh, young people at Covenant House in Atlantic City. They're homeless, and uh, the, this this organization brings them in. These are these are children and teenagers, or is they this? are teenagers, teenagers and young adults, yes. I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, these and are teenagers and young adults yes, who are homeless. And, yes, yeah. and every year we stop, and we not only the Secret Santa, but we, we have been doing this for a number of years where we ask the uh, one of the people from the organization and one of the clients to come to our Christmas party. They enjoy the Christmas party, and then they'll give their story as how Covenant House has helped them. And so they go away with a huge 
<laughs> number mm-hmm. of personal items. I think now it's all on Amazon, but yes. gift cards and all kinds of things where they can purchase uh, items for themselves. It sounds like they don't just go home with that, but they also probably go home with an experience. Absolutely. Yes. And, 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 and it, we, we get an experience ahead. out of listening. I was going to say it's tears experience. come to our eyes yeah. in many cases. Yeah. Mm. Do you, we've heard some, I mean, oh. for the years I've been aligned, just hear some really right. incredible stories. I mean, what kind of stories are we talking? And you're just talking about kids who they're yeah, up, yeah, yeah found yeah. under the boardwalk. Yeah. <sighs> doing all, yeah, I mean, doing, drugs and yeah. all kinds of things and where they actually help them go to college yep. and you get degrees or certificates or whatever and turn their lives around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. And then we also do Field of Dreams. Yes. You want to talk about that? We just did that. That was recent, right? That yeah. was yeah. recent. That's another him. youth organization we're involved with. Yeah, I, I, I have to make it out to the next one. This is fan, This is right up my alley, too. Oh, you would love it there. Oh. <laughs> Sam, your spirit and all that stuff and with the kids. And, and we did have some... We uh, our we have a Leo club uh, that goes to the high school, and there's thirty some members mm-hmm. uh, of that Leo club. Let's talk about that after this. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, so talk about Field of yes. Dreams. Yes, yeah, so Field of Dreams. So we had them out there, but a Field of Dreams is uh, so a baseball field, and among those other things, but strictly focused on uh, baseball mostly. Uh, uh, so we're differently abled children come out, and they get to play baseball, and every, you know, they all get to basically run the bases and make it home. There's like no outs, you know, it's just runs. And, you know, you team up with um, a child or two and you're just, you know, hip, hip to hip with them throughout the whole time. And mm-hmm. you'll see kids in wheelchairs, kids that, you know, uh, again, like like I said, differently able, uh, abled kids. And you spend the day with them. Usually we would run, we would do both. We would help out in the field and run the concession stand, which is totally food, totally free. Anyone who comes up, you know, hey, I'm off six hot dogs and four, <laughs> sure, you know, knock yourself out. So um, that's an that's an awesome awesome experience because I tell you, Sam, for me, uh, uh, being a lion, uh, doing this, it brings such perspective to your life because we all have issues and we all have worries in the world. We all have problems, right? Mm-hmm. But man, when you when you're part of this and St. Christopher's Hospital and all and in the Covenant House. It just makes you appreciate what what God gave you, and uh, just you know want to pour out and open your heart and just say, I, I for a day, for an hour, for a minute, if I can make a kid feel forget about what's going on, that's worth it. It certainly is. Do the I, I'm asking this because I often tell my kids like you don't know how lucky you are, <laughs> right? Like and I'm sure we've all said that to our kids before, and I know for a fact they don't understand how lucky they are. I'll show them videos of you know maybe how uh, some children live in, in, in a, mm-hmm. a poorer area, but really until you go and you see their faces and and you speak to them and you're eye to eye, you really don't get it uh, how lucky you are. Um, I was wondering, so let, let's talk about the Leo's Club. Do they get these kind of experiences too, or or if not, what what is the experience of a Leo? They 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 are a part of the Field of Dreams. Uh, They have not been a part of St. Christopher's because it happens during the school day. Um, Some that will attend, you know, our holiday party will will hear uh, about that from the Covenant House. Adopt a road. Adopt a road. They're involved in the Adopt a road when we we clean up and everything. Uh, They're a, a part of Recycling Central, but. It's up to the coordinator, Marissa, uh, at the at the high school to conve- convey what Leo's lions are supposed to be, and and they join that club knowing what 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 they're supposed to do. This leader, Marissa, is she also a high schooler? No, no, she's she's a teacher. 
She's a teacher. Yeah, their advisor. Or their advisor, but she does the choir at the school and everything like that. And she's a lion. So. How, do, how does she recruit these little Leos? <laughs> I don't know how that process goes. I, 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 it must be just like a club. Like when it's you go to high school, what club mm-hmm. do you want to join? Mm-hmm. You know, chess club, computer club, right. Right. You know, Minecraft club. You know, yeah. I, I join Leos. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really cool. Do the Leos ever come to, to the meetings and, and meet all of you? Or is it kind of a, just a separate thing? We've had them, and some of our uh, members have uh, children that are in the in the. I, I mean, in the, the Leo club, yeah, right, the, right. The but we've had um, other years. We've had a couple of Leos come to our meetings yeah. and so forth. So we try to involve them. Yeah, there will be five of them at least coming to the holiday party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. So you want to talk diabetes? Can we talk about it over the microphone? Well, I mean, I want to. Uh, the idea I had was the noodle on it, so I don't want to put you on the spot. Uh, on oh, here. really? So, uh, some of the ideas. I, well, I, I, just so in, in case you guys don't know or anyone else is listening, first of all, this is Diabetes Awareness Month, so we've been focusing on that actually on my show. And uh, my son, about seven or eight months ago, was diagnosed with type one, which you know totally hmm. ch- changed things for yeah. us. Uh, it's really if uh, for people who don't know, it really is a it's an all day thing that you have to monitor and be on top of. Um, and he's just been a superstar throughout the whole thing. But I often think to myself, like, you know, uh, I'm intelligent enough to where I can go to a few days of these classes where you're at the hospital and they're explaining you what to do. Like, I can do the math. I can figure it out. But there's a lot that I had to learn afterwards. And I'm always wondering, like, how do these families who Mm. maybe don't have a high school education or or maybe just have six other kids or something, how could they possibly go to the hospital for these three days, come home and be ready to to properly care for someone who has type 1 diabetes? It's a disease that, um, disease is the right word, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an illness. Yeah, it's an illness. It's an illness. Yeah, that just, it it takes an immense amount of, of... of concentration and you have to focus on it because uh, if not the numbers can go out of whack you know for yes. lack of a better word so i think about that like how many people out there have diabetes that don't have the proper care or even education that they need you have a type 2 type, correct type two, yeah yeah could you explain what the difference is between the two well with type 1 your your body does not produce uh, any insulin to support an insulin spike or uh, everybody calls it a sugar spike, but it's basically insulin spike. Any food you eat will spike your insulin. Um, so yeah, your body does not produce uh, any insulin. Your pancreas does not um, do that for type two. Uh, your body just doesn't know how to regulate it properly and, 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 and control it. You do produce it, but maybe not enough or too little. Hence why, you know, some people, you know, they can control it, you know, uh, daily, you know, by pill and everything like that. But that, in my mind, um, with type 1, it, it, you know, it is, is, is horrible just for the fact of what it does uh, to the body. Type 2, uh, I'm a strong believer in, is controllable with your own. I, listen, when I, like I said it before in the first podcast, when I was diagnosed with it and the doctor wanted to put me on, I forget what the name of it medicine is now it's been so many years i said give me six months turn it around let me see if i can do it you got type two that's what i'm sorry it's all coming back to me now so that's what spawned this health kick of yours wow yeah so i said let me that's right my numbers it was was more than that sam it was it was uh high blood pressure cholesterol was uh, all over the place uh type two diabetic you know all that and i said 
I said, I'll take the medicine for the blood pressure for now, but everything else I want to fix on my own. Let me see if I can do it. Six months, we saw a lot better numbers in a year. Like I said a thousand times before, once you're diagnosed a diabetic, you're a diabetic, period. But now I don't do anything. I don't, I, my sugar, I could take it any time of the day after a meal, whatever. It's always great. You know, it's your Are health. you like a pretty different person now totally. than you were when I first met you? Yeah. I mean, did you even work out at all before or anything like that? Years. Like I said, I've been off and on, up and down and weight, yo-yo. This is, this is the longest I've gone. It's been years. Yeah, steady in my whole life. You know, this is, you know, it's, it's a regimen. You know, there's two hours a day uh, of six days a week. Of sometimes you do it in the early a.m.s. Yeah, sometimes. I, I mean, since I put my own home gym in, I got rid of the really early days, you know. so Oh, nice. Yeah. Easy access. Easy access, yeah. So that's it. So like I said, it's, uh, it's that I've educated myself a lot and everything like that. I, you know, it, like I said, it's, it's a horrible disease no matter how you slice it. Um, type one, I, I, I can definitely feel for you and Casey and all that. So, I mean, and the family. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, just trying to be positive about everything, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, hopefully Casey, I'm worried about those teenage years, you know, hopefully, you know, he stays strong because right now it's like, you know, it's just part of his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, hopefully he stays strong throughout. All right, man, lay it on me. What, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about doing? Uh, so if you want to talk about it, yeah. So for so JDRF, I know that you're into that. So I was trying to think of a way. Um, we do donate. We do uh, to that. But I, I, I was thinking, and uh, Becky and I were talking the other night. I said, I love everything we do with her lines. I was like, but in the springtime, we don't have anything major we tackle. We I know we do the Blueberry Festival in June, and that's nice, and it's a good fundraiser. I was like. I don't want to do a fundraiser that benefits the lines. I want to do a fundraiser that benefits diabetes. I say, so in the springtime, during uh, uh, bunny season, maybe we can use, ask Sam if we can use reed and the grounds to do an egg hunt, and it's a donation. And you have a lot of games that you do with the kids and everything like that. So maybe we do something where you come out for an egg hunt. We'll worry about getting the logistics of – you know, kids collecting eggs. Maybe we'll have like a half a dozen really special eggs. It's a, it's a prize if you find and everything like that. And it'll be like a donation. This isn't a donation for Reed. It isn't a donation for the Lions. It's a donation for JDRF, you know. And the more people come out for the egg hunt and have some activities and things like that, we just make it happen on a Saturday or something like that and you are, you are not putting me on the spot, sir. How could I say no to that? Are, are you kidding me, man? That's beautiful. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, for sure, I've got a big playbook, so we will put together a good day for those kids. And, of course, everyone's welcome, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be great. And like I said, it's uh, – I could just – listen, obviously, um, I know I would have, I would bring a – bunch of people with this and and with your reach and in the school i'm sure you get a we'll lot bring of in a few kids for sure yeah <laughs> so i just think it would be really a great cause and we can really promote it and everything like that you know jdrf is actually on their facebook page um is going to be posting on friday they're spotlighting lisa and some of my work they're going to be 
promoting the podcast episode we did about diabetes and some of the articles Lisa wrote in, mm -hmm. in the Gazette. So, um, yeah, I am all about it. I am way too excited for it as it is months away. <laughs> so yes. I should simmer down and just think about it, but uh, I'm all in. Well, come the turn of the year, I think uh, we will. I'm going to – yeah, and this is the way we work it. We'll bring it up at the board of directors meeting in December, which I can't imagine anybody saying no to this. And then um, uh, we will put a committee together. Just like we do with everything. And you will obviously hopefully be on that committee mm -hmm. and, and all that. And then we will start uh, having meetings and, and noodling on uh, what we're going to do. Yeah. So thank you. That's, no, thank you. That's wonderful. It's awesome. You see what I mean, people? This is the Lions Club. This is what yeah. they do. By the way, I noticed something, you three. You guys owe me a dollar. Yeah, we don't have oh, our pins on. Oh, we don't have our pins on. Where tonight. are your pins? This <laughs> <laughs> is an official Lions meeting. I it? know. It's, it's just, it is a Lions meeting. It's not <laughs> official, I guess. It's a casual one. We don't have our tail twister here no, tonight. No, no. <laughs> Thank <guys>, goodness. <laughs> you guys do have some really... We have fun. <laughs> uh, you do have fun. I want to talk about that. Uh, I'm just getting used to these like fun, funny, silly little traditions you guys seem to have in your meetings, and I, I don't know what else to look forward to. Could you talk about that? Just some of the – I'm telling you people, like you, you go to these meetings and, and you think it's going to be – it is very serious, but you, it's not dull in the least bit. It's really filled with a lot of laughs and a lot of love and uh, a bit of humor here and there. Could you guys talk on that a little bit about how these meetings go? Well, of course, it depends many times on the person who is leading the meeting. And we have a wonderful, wonderful president, King Lion. We call him King Lion. That's mm -hmm. our, our term We're for president. We're talking about Mike Villani. Mike Villani. But uh, Mike does keep the, thing, keep the meeting going. And we do have a wonderful tail twister, Tom Alvino. Um, Can who, you explain what that is, a tail well, twister? Well, a tail twister is someone who really, you know, tries to get you going, um, aggravate you and he did he does do you know he, he really gets you moving he gets the blood moving and <laughs> he gives you all kinds of quizzes and this that and the other and then nobody knows the answers to and so then he finds you because you you just don't know the answer to it or whatever it happens to be and uh he has another uh a little thingy where he wants to make sure that all lions wear something that signifies the lions club to every meeting uh he did that when um one of our past presidents uh, sal Velarde, passed away, and Sal was an integral part of our club. Uh, and one of the things that we do is make sure you have your pin on to remember Sal. Is because Sal, Sal Velarde, was, we're yeah. talking about Kim's father? Yes. That's right. He was oh, the cheerleader yeah. for our club. He was really mm -hmm. positive, a positive force. Yes. Um, I don't know. My husband brought in, I don't know how many lines, but I know he brought in Sal. And um, he brought in both of the, the two women, the first two women that came into the club. That's a big deal. So... Um, Yes, uh, Tom does a really good job. And we have, it's really, we call it a Lions family. I mean, it's really not a club in that sense because we know each other so very well. Um, and there are several families within our family, our Lions family. So Arthur and I have both our girls are members. Oh. Uh, yes, and um, uh, Kim, uh, Kim and, and Matt, and of course Sal when he was with us, and Kathy, our members of the Lions Club. Shout out to them. I'm yes. a big fan. Yeah, yeah, the Chikatellos. Uh, we mm -hmm. have the Girolos. There are many, and they have, their two girls, the Girolo girls are members, and they are the younger, kind of the younger set going forward. I was, we were looking at a few stats here, and we have, um, might be interesting, um, 
We have um, 78 members total. Now, that doesn't mean they're active members, but in one way or another, depending on what fundraiser or whatever we have, mm -hmm. they all participate somehow. Yeah. Um, our biggest fundraiser is our great cash giveaway, Sam, which I think you purchased a ticket for. Mm -hmm. And it and we are going to do that raffle, which $10,000 That is, is a top wild prize. prize. Yes, yeah. and we're doing that at the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And um, so um, we are... Um, uh, looking to, you know, get families involved as well. And so we're trying to bring in the younger generation so that our club will, you know, will continue. Now we are, what, 58 years? It's 1963, yes, yes, the Hammonds yes, and Lions right. Club was, uh, was formed. And right now we have the 78 members, 35 of them are women, and 43 of them are men. Mm -hmm. So we have pretty much a half and half um you know proportion and i would say what do you think mike maybe about 20 25 around that number yeah. are pretty active will come to meetings and whatever but the others they'll buy a, a raffle ticket they'll you know come out to an event mm -hmm. the blueberry festival yeah, we always have people there. who may not be able to make it meetings but they still support us and you know are actively involved so yeah, and that's key and like yeah, and key. carol's carol's 100 on i when I joined, I don't know if it was 2015, 2016, something like that. Oh, and you're pretty new. Yeah. Oh, yes, Mike is. Yeah, I'm pretty new. Oh. I, yeah. And um, when they were, they were looking, you know, uh, for, you know, who's going to step up and all that. And <laughs> I took the second vice president role, but I got a crash course because then the first vice president uh, decided they weren't going to do it. And no then, way. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got in as a president my first year in 2017, two years early. And it was a crash course. And again, I, I leaned on uh, Carol and Arthur and, and past presidents as well. And I, I've learned a lot. Uh, and we, we talked about uh, late si uh, uh, Lion Sal. Uh, I just remember some of the things, you know, he, he, you know, stand up when you address the club. You never do it from sitting down and, and to see me stand up. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's just a, like a, a show of respect. Uh, to your club members and address everybody with lion first, which is something that is lions. But, and Arthur and Carol have been great through it for the crash course. And then after the first year, I was like, you know, I, I, I said, I didn't want to change the world. I said, but how do, how do you, how do you make, how do you make it not like your own, but how do you add your twist to it? Right. You know? And I, 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 I kind of took how what I've done uh, work-wise for the past 31 years and kind of applied it to how I worked the lions how so? Just how I manage, just managing it and coming up with ideas and stuff. How do we look outside the box? How do we do something a little bit more to get ourselves out there? I'm not looking to change right. lines. I'm just looking to see. We need to get us out there. Hence, like this, you know, um, going to a different club and, and talking mm -hmm. to them about what, what's coming up. We, you know, we teamed up with Mefford Lakes a little bit for St. Christopher's. Um, you know, just how do we do that and just – Make it something, you know. We made it. We made a little change to the to the Blueberry Festival. You know, mm -hmm. how do we make? How do we bring in a little bit more revenue to the club so we can help people? And that that's what it's all about. So, right. you know, it, it's been a great. I guess three out of the past five years I've been president, right? So that's um, crazy. Yeah. So it, it, it's been really good. I, I wanted to do it again this year because it's like you know. I, you do. I, I, we were. I felt static like with 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 the pandemic like uh, we got to do something you know yes. it's starting to loosen up i said like, yeah i want to do it because 
I have some ideas. I want to get back in the swing. I want to get the club rolling again. It felt static. You I know, love so. that. You're yeah. you're one of a few people that have taken up you know taken a second term. Arthur and Sal took second terms. You took a second. Well, I'm term. following in good footsteps. Then. Yeah, well, you are. You yeah. are. Um, and uh, there, I wanted to just mention that there are five women who have taken the presidency as well. Awesome. So we, ha- you know, uh, I was president one year, but uh, wow. our, um, we have uh, my and my daughter Lisa. She kind of got into the same predicament as Mike, mm-hmm. wanted to serve one year and ended up serving two years uh, right. as president not too long ago. So, you know, you do what you need to do to keep it going. We all were all fearful that, you know, um, we have, what do you think? We have people from about age 18. We have the youngest, uh, I think, Jim McLean's daughters yeah. probably, and they go to 80 plus. So we mm-hmm. have a big range, yes. uh, and and to be able to—it's part of the charm in those meetings yeah, too—is the and to range. To be able to be able and to be able to have everybody on this kind of same page and everybody excited about doing things. Yeah, we had I a, think is great. We had his own chair, uh, and, and his own chair oversees multiple clubs and goes there and you know witnesses the meeting. One thing that I didn't share with Carol and Art when the meeting was over, she goes, "This is probably like one of the funniest <laughs> and best lines meetings I've yeah. ever been to." You know, she says, you guys are funny. You guys seem to get along really well. And she just says, it's I was going to say that, too. I was going to say it myself. You being up there, man, cracking jokes. I mean, it's very lighthearted and fun. It's yes. Not, it's not boring. Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. comfortable. Right from the start, I felt comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. it, it, Like I said, I, I treat it like like a family. I think it's really great. And I, you can be yourself up there. And I'm, I'm, I treat it just like anything else. When, it, when it's time to work and the rubber meet the road, we work. Uh-huh. When it's time to have fun, we're going to have fun. When the holiday party comes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm super looking forward to it, that, that we're going to have it. And, uh, you know, hopefully um, you and Lisa attend. That would be really cool. Um, you know, plus a couple of giveaways. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Honestly, man, make it to as many as we can, for no, sure. No, I know that. I know, sure. I know that with, with the kids, I know how it is. <laughs> we got and, a lot, but, dude, I really want to be to all of them. Yeah, I mean, like – I've said this before. Ryan and Colin have been involved. They've been at Field of Dreams multiple times, and they've seen what goes on there. They've helped us pack up for St. Christopher's, and they understand uh, what goes on. Just so there. everyone knows, he's talking about his sons yes. are, are, who are involved. Yeah. So my oldest son Ryan's fifteen, Colin's twelve, and Ryan knows when he turns eighteen, like when <laughs> he's getting in the lines. He he knows it. He he sees it. He sees what I put into it. You know he. Uh, you know, he, he reads the newspapers. He, he sees all that. That's one of the things that Mike mentioned. It it is a family affair, is it not, honey? When you, when you were a lion in 1969, our whole family was involved. It's not. It wasn't just Arthur. Right. It was the support and the commitment of the family. That's true. Remember, in '69, it was strictly men. Yeah. But behind the scenes, there were <laughs> our wives and and our families who who helped us out. Mm-hmm. So. When you're joining Alliance Club, you're really joining a family. Yes. And we like to look at it that way. And in a family, you know, it's it's very it's it's very comfortable to know that everyone around you has the same goals, the same thoughts, the, the same feelings to to help, to to do something to make someone's life a little bit better. In our case, we do what we can with uh, sight in the schools. We have all the nurses recommend children who. Their parents are uninsured or have no insurance, and a young child cannot see the board even if he sits in the front row. So we bring them to uh, Hamilton Family Eye. They get an exam. They get a pair of glasses if they need it, and 
we pick up the tab. Yep. And we've been doing that for years. And now with these five new standards, I, I would I use the word that Lions International has put out, it makes a better track for us. What was happening before was each international president would come in and have his goal. It would be a singular goal. Well, by the time the clubs realized what he wanted and how to do it, his year was up. Because <laughs> they, they, the international president serves for one year. So a few years ago, the international president and the board decided, let's pick these five goals that they decided and let every president have his goals. These are our goals now. You don't have to invent a new goal. We have it. Membership, of course, is, is always a key. We love to have new members come into our club or to join another club if they like, a Lions club, of course. And this makes it easy for us to know we have five goals. We can work on them. And they're, they're going to be steady for, well, for as long as we call standard standard. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit with you guys about bringing in younger members because uh, something really bothers me nowadays. I, I feel like, you know, when you're in college, when you're younger, you, you have these ideas like, I do want to make an impact in the world. I know I did and I know a lot of my friends did. And uh, a lot of people don't know how to make that impact. And something weird going on with the world nowadays is uh, a lot of people think that they're doing good by saying things online, you know, calling out people as uh, uh, for this and that and canceling people and just being a, a, a warrior online. When really that kind of stuff, y y you might feel good about yourself for saying something you believe in, but in reality... It's just making a divide amongst people, and, and it's really doing no good. What I think is that if we get someone who's charismatic and uh, could speak the truth about what the Lions Club is, I feel like there's so many youngsters who have no idea what the Lions Club is all about, and I feel like if they would hear the kinds of things we do and the kinds of ways they could help us, I feel like we could get a lot more youth in this program and if you ever if you guys ever think of a way for for me or, or a bunch of us to go and speak uh and just explain to the kids what we do and and, and how they could be a part of it i think oh, there would be a lot of people who would be motivated to to take part and see how them being a lion would would make that kind of impact the youth really does want to make I, I totally agree sam i mean you hit the nail on the head i i, I can't I stopped following posts on Facebook and stuff <laughs> Good like that for you, man. Of, of people who, who just haven't. I, I'm, I found a quote uh, online. I posted it the other day, and, and it says, uh, those who spend their time looking for the faults in others usually make no time to correct their own. Mm. And I was like, man, that speaks volumes. It's like I'm just, instead of complaining, and I try and post as many good things out there, so maybe this will – Light a, a candle under someone's butt, you know what I mean? And, Maybe. You know, and say, you know, look what we did. Look what the Lions did. Look what the Lions did, you know. And, and, and like, it's directly, you know, again, for the diabetes thing. I, immediately when I saw you post, I was like, man, I, we could do something better with diabetes. And something's got to uh, set something off in someone's head, say, man, they just did something for pediatric cancer, you know. And I have a, a friend, a cousin or something who has, who has cancer, a, a child, you know, and that sounds like that something that we can apply to. And that's why I'm trying to get more 
uh, of the Lions uh, message out there. Don't have the. I wish I had a crystal ball and a magic answer on how we can get the youth in. I fear that this generational thing is going to put a huge gap, and not just the Lions. It's just everything you talk about religion, church, whatever you worship, and everything like that. All those numbers are going down. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the, the the elder members and stuff like that who are moving on, and what's the backfill? You know, we see it all the time. So. Don't know. I wish I, I wish I, th- I had. I a- think, though, I do think, and we, maybe we can bring it up in a meeting. I think if we do brainstorm, what what really needs to happen is a face-to-face where someone like you, someone like me, someone like all of us could go and directly, not online, not posting something on Facebook, not in a letter, but directly looking in the eyes of these kids, letting them know the possibilities, and maybe even providing a, a way for them to take part in a, in a small way so they can see how much they enjoy it and how they'll want to continue doing it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing it out there into the universe so maybe we could, uh, you know. I would love to. I mean, listen, we have 30-plus Leos. We don't know how many yeah. of them will turn into lines. I would be happy with a third. You know? I, I think that's part of the program of right. getting the younger people involved in high school. Yeah, and I wish uh, I wish I could find a way to let have them just let me go in front of them on a microphone and and. Pump oh them no! Up. Are you talking about the Leos themselves? Or no, uh, well them the, them that would be nice, but to the kids <laughs> who are looking for clubs, just so I can go right. and sell the 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 idea to them. I would love to uh, work with you on it. Let's oh. see what we can do. Uh, that's all we need to do is get in front of them, and from there we will get. Leos who are motivated and proud to be a part or of us. We're scared to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, pretty soon, just so you guys know, I always end episodes with something called the chat pack, which Mike is familiar with, in which you guys will get a total of two Uh-oh. random questions to answer. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, I definitely want to know, what the Lions Club means to you and, and what has made you most proud over the years. But before that, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover before uh, we move on? I, I did want to cover a couple of things sure. that, that we have done in, uh, for the community, uh, specifically for Hamilton. Um, when I was president, uh, we did the first Hamilton, uh, the, the, count, the cancer walk which we raised, I think, almost $14,000 for uh, the Hamilton uh, Cancer Foundation. I did that walk before. Yes, and they've, wow. had it, uh, they've had it since then, but we kind of initiated it. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we, when Hamilton had the sesquicentennial, um, we got very involved with that. We sold historic throws, which had all the different icons in Hamilton on them. And we we had concerts in the uh, park. We what donated we do to the clock. The, we, the, and then the we do, and then the money that we made, we were do, donated to the clock, the town clock. Mm-hmm. We donated uh, thirty one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. We are on the plaque. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have the Leo Club, uh, the park, which is beautiful. What is uh, that? The, the the park that is right near this school there, right, right. behind uh, the Veterans Park. But that that took a lot of. Uh, that took a lot of work, didn't it, to, uh, to put the park together. Um, we just had our Citizen of the Year dinner, mm-hmm. which um, was our 31st. Yep. We have honored 39 people that have n- are not lions, but 39 people have dedicated do? their lives to service. And uh, our latest one was Dr. Joanna Johnson. But for since 1990, we've done that. 
And uh, so those are some of the big things that we've done to help, you know, promote Hamilton. What an today. honor. I, what an honor to give someone. That's great. Oh, yeah. And it was a wonderful evening. It was a great night. It was a wonderful evening. We really do a nice job in, in, in uh That was honoring. the first time we made the front page yeah. of the Gazette. And we made hey. the front page of the Gazette. Now you know you made it. You yeah. got it. But we, yeah, so anything that com- kind of comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, that they come to us with, we, we really try to do our best to help Hamilton per se as well as all of our other Lions projects. Yeah, that's fantastic. Anything, well, you know, just just in brief, I, I just want to explain to you how, how some things happen. For example, uh, Leo Park. For anyone that remembers, Leo Park used to be the old basketball court in Hamilton. And there were so many people coming in there and... Doing drugs and oh, it was a bullying, nasty place. Yeah, huh? you, know, you know, bullying our, our local youth. They would come from out of town. So really, the, yeah. The police chief at that time was Joe Injury, and he closed it up, and it stood just barren for three or four years. Wow. Then one of our lions, Gabe Donio, who owns and operates the uh, Hamilton Gazette, said, "Art." Why don't we make that a park? I said, Gabe, you're crazy. You know how much money it's going to take to tear down this, do all this? He says, Art, we'll get it all donated. I guarantee it. And that's a crazy idea. They came in with an estimate to redo the park at over $75,000. With Gabe's, with Gabe's help... And the people he was connected with, it cost Whoa. us thirty five hundred. Get out of here! Yeah. Less Seriously. than half. Thirty five hundred. No, thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Whoa! 000. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. thirty five hundred. Three thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. I if, yeah. I know this is all audio, but people, my mind was just literally blown. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, this is what this is how some of the things, and that park now has has been enjoyed by. Many, many people who go and sit in there, have their lunch, uh, sit down a beautiful day, see the flowers blooming. Uh, It's a sense of pride for us as as lions to know that that park is there. And it all started off with just a crazy idea, just like like the Easter egg hunt for for, for the juvenile diabetes. You have to think outside the box. And that's one of the things that that Mike has done when he's been president, has been... forcing our club to think outside our, our comfort zone, mm. to do things that we thought we, we could not do. But the key, and I, I, and I stress this, the key is always good leadership. Mm. That's where it starts. If you, if you have good leadership, your members will follow you. And Mike has been an excellent well, leader. He, he's, he's a very genuine good person and that's what i think lions club is all about is people who who, who want to do good things and just a, a, and help other people and i can't think of too many more people who are who are more genuine and just kind and and, and at the same time a cool guy which is a nice combination <laughs> you know our lions motto is we serve and this year i think it was a wonderful the theme of the president um, service from the heart. service from the heart so each president kind of has a little bit of a theme and and uh I think our Hamilton Lions Club does serve from the heart. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah, proud to be a lion. Proud I'll, to be I'll, a lion. I'll, I'll close it up with, because uh, I'll just answer your, your question of what it, what the lion, you know, being a lion and what the lions mean. So right. 
I've gained so many wonderful friends. I have two people here that I, I consider family, uh, personally, not just within the lines. And and uh, it is uh, for me, it is it gave me a, a launching point to do something good, to be good, to do good and show it. And I don't need the accolades. I don't care about that stuff. My my thing is, how do we get this and how do we leave the earth, make your mark on it, and go. And that's what, I'm, what my plan was. I love this guy. <laughs> you do too. How can you not love him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. A launching point to do good. I love yeah. that, man. Well, that was beautiful. Something not so beautiful, and Uh-oh. it could be ugly. <laughs> the chat pack. Of course, ladies first. So, Carol, oh, what I'm going to ask you to do is, that doesn't mean you have to answer it first, but what you do okay. have to do is point to one, and I'll read it to you guys. She's going for the end, people. Let's see what happens. Oh, this is kind of a fun one, not too hard thinking. If you were told that you could only watch one television show, one television show a week for the next 12 months, which show would you choose? In the day of Netflix and everything, there's so many options. You get, oh, you got yours. Cheers. Oh, where everybody knows your name. Everybody knows you. The funny thing about that is I have the Cheers board game. I know Cheers so well. <laughs> listen to listen to this. I have this ongoing bet with my kids. I said, you can pull any cards out. Any question I get wrong, you get five bucks. They've never gotten a nickel out of it. <laughs> and he's, they could, any Dang. question, never. Okay, I've watched a few episodes on Nick at Night when I was a kid. <laughs> I got to know, if I'm going to watch one episode of cheers just one to like the one that rules them all the one that you remember most of all which episode should i choose uh there was there was an episode where um uh sam um the bartender right what, yeah, what do you hear sam alone yeah no sam ted danson oh that was ted danson yeah um uh he was um he was trying to uh, get, as he always does when Rebecca joined the show, Kirstie Alley, uh, to get her to go out with him. And uh, it was just a funny episode, the dialogue going in there. But it was just, uh, you'd have to, I'd have to. I'll send, send me the link. I'll send me the link. I'll check it out. Because there's things that are said in it. I don't want to say in there. Okay. But, you know <laughs> what I mean? But it was it was one of my funniest, the funniest episodes I've seen. I laughed at It's a great show, it. man. It's an awesome show. Yeah. I'm interested in these. Guys. I think I say Carol, that. Art, do you guys have a show I, that you I, would choose? Oh, ahead. they're they're you, pointing to each other. You have one that you always watch. Yeah, um, my favorite show would be Mash. Oh, uh, Mash! That's a good yeah. show. I remember well, that. My parents a, watching that too. Yeah. I feel like I really need to sit down and go through that series. He knows the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Mash. Mash was like a, a, a they were like a, a medical unit during the war. They or? were medical. They were a medical evacuation unit, uh, mobile hospital, army army mobile hospital, and they were in Korea. And what they what they tried to do was to make you feel that there was something more to this than just the war, that there were people involved in it and how they helped these people with different situations and how they dealt with themselves with the, with the problems of being involved in a war. And it, they, they tried to make it on the light side, but if, if you really look into it, War is a nasty, nasty business. Yeah, but the show is very light and like funny. Yeah. Question, if I were to ever dive in, I want to know this. 
I hate it when a show just like stops abruptly and you're left hanging. Did MASH with all its seasons and episodes actually have like a closer? Did it actually end? Yes. A goodbye and farewell was a two hour special. In fact, they just had it last Thursday. It was, uh, they, they hardly ever show that one that comes along rarely, but that was the ending where the war is over. And now this camaraderie that they've had for three years is divided. Everyone's going their own separate ways. And it's, it's, it's happy and it's sad at the same time. Do you cry when you watch it? I have to admit I do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what Carol's show is. All right, Carol, drop it on us. What show would you watch only once a week for 12 months? Well, you know, it, this has been more recent. It, it's been a show that was on for a number of years that I watched and whatever. But um, it's um, now... It is more funny than than I I can remember watching it from before, and that's the Golden Girls. Oh, <laughs> you cannot go wrong! Oh my God, the Blanche Golden Girls! And oh, 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 Dorothy! Yeah, yes, and I've I'm, seen some and, of those episodes. Yeah. Oh my God, and Betty White, and she is still living. She is still yeah. rocking it. Um, oh, she's, she was so great, like just a couple of years ago, like better than she's ever been. Hilarious. Yes, yes. they make me laugh out loud. Oh they yeah, really do. But they, the one of the interesting things about that show is there, there were so many issues that they dealt with, like all like, in the family ca- came oh, later. Gosh, yeah. So many issues that they dealt with that but they made them funny, but they still dealt with them so in, there were lessons that that oh, they... no lots of lessons wow lots of lessons you know whose whose daughter was got was pregnant who's all of the different kinds of things that you would you know that today still uh, you know you can, literally you can, all of your ep- all, all of your answers are 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 shows that i would kind of glance <laughs> at at nick and night when i was yeah. watching tv as a kid you know and um yeah, you're making me want to watch all of them yourself. Unfortunately, my daughter, who does, oh, my daughter, Lori, she can't take the, the Hallmark channel, and I know that might <laughs> get some people upset because my daughter, Lisa, watches it all, all the time. But that's where the Golden G- Girls have been on uh, for yeah, a number of years. So I, I really enjoy them. I really do. I when laugh I, out loud. I did my prize <laughs> wheel for uh, the Nostalgia Cafe, another podcast I do uh-huh. just talking about stuff from the 60s, 70s. So yeah. yeah. And man, <laughs> if I were to tell you the number one prize that we gave away were Golden Girl pins. <laughs> wow. Oh. oh my gosh. People just wanted those Golden Girl pins so bad. It was yeah. oh. hilarious. I know. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So those... Uh, yeah, good, all good three answers. good programs. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, it, it, for me, I would have yeah. to say uh, I've always been a pro wrestling guy. It's, oh. gotta, uh, it's okay. my life. And plus, if, I'm guessing I'll be watching with my kids, so it's a good thing for us to 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 bond over, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. I guess uh, the first thing that comes to mind, I'm sure after this episode's over, I'm going to be thinking of a million others. But, uh, yeah, I'll say Monday Night Raw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got one more. And, Mike, since you've picked one before, yeah, let's go over to Art. All right. Art, last chat pack. Okay. Oh, I don't know if you guys will have an answer for this, mm. but we'll see. Who is the most famous person that you have ever met? I don't know if you've met anyone famous before. I did. I even posted it on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, I, I'll have to go. It's going to be like a 45-second story. So when I first started my career in IT, 
um, one of the contracts I had, the company I had was the city of Philadelphia. And that was back in 90, early 90s. And they were shooting Philadelphia with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Um, I was actually in the mayor's office, Mayor Rendell, fixing his computer. <laughs> he wasn't in there. But in the middle of fixing it, in walks Ed Rendell, Tom Hanks, and Denzel Washington. <laughs> And Just that. walking into a room, they're walking, Tom They're Hanks. walking into Ed Rendell's the, office, and they're sitting around this round table he had, and they were just chit-chatting. And um, Ed Rendell just asked me, nah, just casually, like, how are you making out? And I said, oh, fine. And then you know, I got a couple questions from Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington about what I'm doing. I said, you know what? I'm going to finish here, you know, because I really felt intimidated. Were you freaking that. out? Yeah. Yeah. Like you were there with Forrest Gump. <laughs> I mean, Before that, right? Yeah. You know, and it was it was really cool. I was, I, it felt like it was 20 minutes. I might have been in that room for a minute. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, it's, time, it's time for me to go. What am yeah. I doing here? But I, I wasn't sure uh, at that point, uh, Tom Hanks, his head was shaved. So I guess they were getting ready to shoot the scenes where he was like really big. Have you ever seen the movie Philadelphia? Mm-mm. You should watch it. It's, okay. It's, 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 it's about, uh, he's a lawyer. He, he contracts. AIDS and he gets fired from a law firm and you know Denzel Washington you gotta watch it. I'm awesome a big Tom movie. Hanks fan so. you gotta watch oh, it you movie. gotta watch it it's great okay it's a great movie I'll check it out yeah all right uh yeah have you guys met anyone famous no <laughs> I, I I have to be honest I, you know whether it's a celebrity or or a politician um I've never, I've never really met anyone that I can say was famous in, in those areas. Who I would like to have met and would have liked to have talked to was uh, Barack Obama. Oh, and, and his, really? Yes. I, I'm a big Barack Obama fan. Uh, I don't want to be political on the show, but I, I always liked him. I, I was hoping that one day I could, I could see him. and if, Maybe someday I will, but that's who I would like to speak with. He seems like a cool guy, right? Like, yeah. I'm not getting political here. I, I'm just saying, just talking, just hearing the man talk, and mm-hmm. sometimes he's just hanging. Like, he seems like a, a dude you'd want to hang out with at dinner and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I was at St. Christopher's Hospital a few years back when we had a Halloween party for the children, and I was complaining about a, a, a mascot for one of the Philadelphia teams. And that mascot came out of the door right behind, behind me and gave me a hug. And I have a picture with that mascot. <laughs> and that, that was gritty. It was, it was gritty. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow his name came up. And she's standing outside the door. Oh, I can't I can't that. stand I can't that. Say that. <laughs> oh, oh, there he came. My there he came gosh. And, of course, entertained the children. And it was wonderful. But uh, Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I did not see that answer coming yeah. at all. <laughs> wow. You? <laughs> Oh, me. Well, okay. Uh, growing up as an immense pro wrestler, I mean, I've met quite a few. Uh, like, I've met Bono uh, from U2. I've met a bunch. Um, but I have a crazy story where, like, when I was a pro wrestler, I got to meet so many of my heroes, like Macho Man Randy Savage, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. But that was at the <laughs> pro wrestling school. One night, my mom and I go to see the movie. I don't know if you remember The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 We're going to see it, and we're in line to get some popcorn. And I hear behind me a voice that I've heard a million times before. Oh, let's go get some, uh, maybe some soda or something. And I I think, 
mom, I know that voice. And I turn around and Hulk Hogan is directly behind me. And so everyone's coming up to Hulk Hogan and I'm thinking, gosh, like I want to tell him I'm a wrestler. I want, but gosh, he's so annoyed with everyone. I don't want to bother him. And so we get our stuff and we sit down in the theater and I'm just, uh, I'm, my brain is going a million miles an hour. And finally I look at my mom and I say, mom, if I don't say something to Hulk Hogan, I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. And she looks at me and she says, Sam, go. So I walk back out. He's already ordered his food. A million people are still coming up to him. And I said, uh, his real name's Terry. I said, right. Terry, hey, listen, I just want to let you know I'm a pro wrestler. Your friend, Steve Kern, he's my he's my instructor. Uh, I'm a big fan, and I want to make it big one day. And I, I just want to say hi and nice to meet you. And he ignores me. Oh, he doesn't no. say, He doesn't look at me, oh. doesn't say a thing, because he has like 20 other people coming up to him too. However... I turn around and I start walking away and I hear, all right, brother, I'll see you around. And I was like, hey. <laughs> that was all I needed. That's, it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. So Hulk Hogan. Guys, uh, before we get out of here, is there anyone in the world, uh, Lions Club, anywhere at all that you would like to give a shout out to? I just, as always, um, to my wife, Lion Becky and Ryan McCollum. But, you know, Becky is like, like Arthur said, you had to support staff behind you and everything like that. And uh, Becky's been supporting everything I've done, you know, all the time it takes to do it. She's just a fantastic person. I know that she's not one to get in front of an audience and speak like you do, but as someone for behind the scenes and being helpful, I can't think of anyone who could do it better than her. No, she's awesome. She's one of a kind, for sure. She certainly is, and she's one of my daughters. Yep. Right on. I, I've adopted her. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> we have. Is there anyone, uh, if you guys come in just a little bit closer, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to? Well, first of all, of course, I'd like to give a shout-out to all the lions in the world who do so much good. I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, that's very nice, dear. And uh, um, also, my, my two daughters uh, and my son-in-law are all members of the Lions Club, and they've always done so much. Uh, to support us, uh, and um, we're very, very grateful that we're a family within a family, and so we're hoping that we can enlarge and you know increase our family, uh, and Alliance family. I'm and grateful for all of you, and and for a couple of people who've never listened to a podcast before. How was your experience? I'm it was very good. I, I enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> right it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the Lions Club. Thank <laughs> you.